Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 all right let's get it on it's 11.06 and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show on new stock 710 knus in denver in colorado springs on am 1460 and fm 101.1 the answer sunday november 27th happy to have you with me uh if you're just now getting out of church just now getting out of brunch getting out of bed happy to have you i'm going to take you on up until noon um I uh, threw out a couple things in the first hour. I want to get to a couple of other things this hour. Um, Last hour, to wrap up the hour, I told you about a book by C.J. Box called Shadow Reels, and it's his uh, latest. It was recommended by a caller named Ron in Denver. I got it. I enjoyed it. And he asked... Why haven't I had C.J. Box on the air? You know, we have authors periodically. And I said, well, I have had him on the air. So I contacted his publicist and asked about interviewing him about that book. Well, it came out last May. She said he's got another one coming out next spring. Why don't we get the new book to me? I'll read it, and we will get C.J. Box on in March. So restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever we feel like talking about. Uh, So, um, Ron, thank you so much for that recommendation. I enjoyed the book. Followed up while in Mexico, I read a book by Janet Ivanovich with a co-author called The Bounty. It was okay. It was one of her squirrely kind of novels. I also found some books by L.T. Ryan. He has a heroine named Rachel Hatch, who was in the military and uh, got kind of banged up. She is kind of a female reacher, just this bad, am I allowed to say the A word, kick butt person who just goes from book to book to book to book. There's nine of them out. They're about 250, 300 pages. They're real easy to read. And I stumbled onto the first one. I thought, well, you know what? This is okay. Read number two. Well, I've now read number nine. I've read all nine of them. Uh, They've got another one coming out next year. I would tell you this, that only they're very, very predictable. One might be in the South. One might be in Mexico. Another one might be in Arizona, Alaska. But she always seems to be drifting around kind of like a Reacher. And Reacher, of course, Jack Reacher, created by Lee Childs, the movie starred Tom Cruise. The television show is coming out for the second season. Um, Much better casting in the television show than in the movie. But at any rate, I just don't think I'm going to read any more of them um, because they're just pretty predictable, just like the books Jack Reacher got very, very predictable. 
You know, he never has any clothes. He never has any luggage. He always has a little bit of money because he's retired from the military. And he gets on a bus and he drifts around. And when he gets off the bus, there's always some trouble that he has to correct. But I always like to share what I have read with you. Uh, We've got to go ahead and take a break. I also read the new Michael Connolly book came out on November 8th called Desert Star. Loved it. And I'm reading another book. We're going to try to get this author on uh, the air because he also owns a restaurant in Boulder. And we're going to try to get him for the book club meeting when we have one in January. That's on my website at MikeOil.com. If you really want to know, she comes here a lot. She just loves to hear All right, 13 minutes after 11 o'clock. Um, I found an article, the states where homes have gained the most value. thought I'd share that with you, but first let's go to Steve, a regular caller, Steve in Colorado Springs. Steve, welcome to the show. Happy Sunday. Good morning, Commander Michael. How are you? Everything is just peachy. How about you? Did you have a nice Thanksgiving, Steve? I did, and it sounded like you did, too. And the main reason I, I called was just to, just to congratulate you on Kaylee's beach wedding and PB, and in line with that, you, to me, are a model the way people should get along with their exes for the benefit of the kids. You guys get along, and the reason this occurred to me, you know, our relentless news cycle, there was this guy that has spent the last five years every day urinating on his ex-wife's grave, and I'm going, bro, you need some help. I, I, read about that. I, I, I read about that. I, you know what? You, when you think about it, first of all, I have always operated on this philosophy. Any relationship, Steve, whether it's individual, personal, business, whatever, any relationship that ends a little early has a nice chance to survive, to have pleasant memories, to go forward. Any yes. memory that ends, any relationship that ends a little too late, generally everybody's an SOB. And I had talked about that, I, uh, my wife and I, and she, when she came to me, she said, Mike, it's time for me to leave. While we still care about each other, while we still want to raise our daughter together, she said, but... I just need more in the marriage. And we have remained friends. I was with her and her husband down in Mexico. Of course, she's the mother of my child. And um, and he has blended her into his kids and family. And, yeah, I, thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. You know, when we got divorced, we went to court. And we were about third on the docket. The first couple was, yeah, for divorce. And she wants my guns and he wants my china and everybody hated each other. Same with the second. Well, when we got up there, the judge said, who's representing Mrs. Boyle? And the attorney said, I am. Who's representing Mr. Boyle? Same attorney said, I am. The judge said, this is very unusual. And the attorney said, this is a very amicable divorce. Um, everything has been worked out. And as soon as we're done here today, Your Honor, the three of us are going to lunch together. And the judge looked out at the galley. Hold on, Steve. The judge looked out at the galley and said, 
because there were another 5, 10, 15 couples. He said, you know what? I wish that we could have more divorces like this. I wish we could have more adults in the room, whatever he said. So anyway, that's the story. Absolutely. Yeah, we get along fine. Absolutely. And that's the where, that's where I'm going. Right now, it is unbelievable how contentious these divorces are, including one in the family. Two and a half mm-hmm. years, and mom won't let dad see the kids, and he really wants to have that relationship with his kids most desperately. And this is going on all the time. I mean, two and a half years didn't take Trump even two years to get divorced. And it just mm-hmm. drives me crazy that you would have a mom alienate her kids from a dad who loves those kids. I think that that says something. I wouldn't know her if I fell over. But I will tell you this, that I think it says something to her character. Um, yes, absolutely. If there was some reason not to, but if it's just vindictiveness, to me, that's just not right. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. And just on the T-Mobile issue, I know you've had good luck with them. We have not. I mean, we've had three T-Mobiles forever. Didn't work uh-huh. on the 23rd story of a Manhattan um, residence. And it doesn't work south of Florissant, where we go to the ranch all the time, <laughs> at all. So, like, I'm uh, I'm glad you've had good, positive experience with T-Mobile when we're out of country. You always get this text that, oh, by the way, it's going to be 3 bucks a minute for voice and 50 cents a text. And I'm like, okay. So most people, like on cruises out of the country, Having learned the hard way, they take everybody's phones, turn them off, and stick them in the safe until they're in a port where they can maybe, maybe not get so raked over the coals. But that's just me. So. Steve, I can't, I can't address that. Maybe it was the plan you have. Maybe it was the plan that I have. Whatever it is, first words out of my mouth are generally, I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be traveling international. My daughter is the same. She's on my family plan. Um, her husband is now on our family plan. This is what we need, and we pay for it. Now, I, I, so I, I can't address that. I'm not going to tell you that I haven't been downtown in between high-rise buildings with a lot of steel and concrete and had calls. I'm not going to tell you it's perfect, but... Don't let the enemy, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good in my particular case. So it, sure, it, like it works it, well for me. It. I've always found that they have very nice service. Matter of fact, I'm playing with my phone during the breaks right now, trying to figure out how to get Paramount Plus. I had a listener send me a text on how to do it, but I can't seem to find. He said that he gets a year for free um, by um, having T Mobile. When I download the app, it says sign up. Four ninety-five a month. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to hit that button. I guess I'll figure it out. But uh, anyway, I, I just think T-Mobile does a, a good job. Dennis Prager thinks Patriot Mobile does a great job. Um, yes. You know, I, I, I guess it's just an individual thing. Like even in Toronto, just right across the border, uh, couldn't even call anybody because we had not mm. signed up for some additional national plan. I'm going, this is crazy. So we took an yeah. expensive cab and step an Uber, da da da. You know, maybe that's just us. So anyway, hope you enjoy right. the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. And thank you for the congratulations about Kaylee and her marriage. I appreciate that. And by the way, I'll be posting a blog um, on the wedding. I'll probably have it up by Monday or Tuesday with a bunch of pictures for those of you that have practically had Kaylee grow up with you. 
the 30 years I've been on the air. Steve, thanks an awful lot for the call. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We've got time for more calls. If you'd like to call, 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, 24 minutes after 11 o'clock here on The Restaurant Show. Happy to have you aboard. Um, You know, the real estate market has been certainly in the news. Um, We did an interview where a realtor said that um, up until about June 1st of this year, the restaurant, I mean, the restaurant, the real estate market was going 100 miles an hour. And after June 1st, with rate changes and so forth, it dropped back to about the speed limit, 65 miles an hour. I thought that it was a nice analogy. I thought it was one that we could all identify with. But I thought you might like to, you might find this interesting. The states where homes have gained the most value. Florida is the state where homes have gained the most value in the past year. I'm really not surprised about that. I, it just seems like everybody I, everybody I talk to, I've told myself a million times not to exaggerate. So many people I talk to, two people on the street have moved to Florida. A good friend of mine moved to Florida. And when I say moved, they became snowbirds. They, they bought condos in Fort Lauderdale. Pam Riddler, the president of the Castle Rock Chamber of Commerce, has done a wonderful job for 20-plus years, is retiring, has two more weeks on the job, and then she is going to Florida. Why? To be close to the grandbabies. Florida is the state where the homes have gained the most value in the past year. Hawaii and Montana are second and third, respectively. It's interesting, though, when you say Hawaii, the base of Florida, the average home price, and the base of Hawaii and Montana are so unbelievably different. Every state has seen increased average home values in the past year. New research has revealed the states where the homes have gained the most value in the past year, with Florida topping out, coming out on top. Okay, use data from Zillow to compare average home prices in 2021 and 2022. While it found that the home values have driven up in every, driven up in every state, Florida saw the biggest increase in values, with an average of 29.4% increase. 2022's average value for a home in the Sunshine State was 348. It started at 265. Number two is Hawaii, but it didn't start at 265. It started at 667. Number three is Montana. Arizona takes fourth place on the list with states' homes seeing an average increase of 24.75%. 2021's value was found to be about 295,000 that increased 74,000 to 369. So, you know, you can sell your home here and move to Florida or move to Arizona and put pay off your pay buy find a nice home, pay off the mortgage and put money in your pocket as opposed, you know, kind of like the folks in California are doing. You know, you've got your grandmother's house in Gardena it's a 1,200-square-foot, two-bedroom, one-bath. You sell it for a million five, and you move here, and you buy something palatial, and you think you're a genius. But I just thought that, I thought that the article was really interesting. Um, rounding out the top five is Tennessee, with the state seeing an average increase of 23%. I know a couple people that have moved to Tennessee. Um, a couple people I know moved to Georgia. 
Um, I'm not taking it personally, but uh, it's just because those values start so much different. The average home price in 2021 in Tennessee, $183,000. In 2022, it went up to 228000 Now, it jumped 44000 but I know a couple in Colorado Springs that sold their home and uh, just made a ton of money. And they went back to Tennessee, bought a palatial place, want to be close to the grandkids, put money in their bank, put money in their pocket. So number one is Florida. Number two is Hawaii. Number three, Montana. Four, Arizona. Five, Tennessee. Six is Colorado. Went from 463 to 579, a 22.74% increase. Number seven is South Carolina. Number eight is Utah. Number nine is North Carolina, and number 10 is Nevada. And when I look at this, and I think Florida, Montana, Tennessee, South Carolina, Utah, you know, there's a lot of red states there. And a friend of mine just left, born and raised in California, just sold his home for a ton and bought a home in Norman, Oklahoma, goes to all the Oklahoma football games and has himself an absolute ball. Um, All right. Last week, I told you that I had seen an ad for Popeye's. I pay attention to the ads every once in a while, you know, and um, see how they might apply to the show. And... um, It talked about the Cajun chicken. So I went to the Popeyes in Castle Rock this week, and sign says, new Cajun chicken. Would you like it original or spicy? Hmm. They're about $5.50, good, And they give you a nice chunk of white breast chicken. I said, well, give me one of each so I can compare some. And the original was a little mild, and the spicy, it had some pop, it had some, uh, but it was very, very good. And it made me interested about Popeye's chicken, because, you know, we know so much about Chick-fil-A. They do such a wonderful, wonderful job. Um, So I did a comparison here. Chick-fil-A has 28... 185 restaurants, 2,885. Popeyes has 3,000, 2,885, 3,705 restaurants, 46 states, plus the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico. They're in 30 countries worldwide. They have 50 company owned stores, and the rest of the 3,600 and change are franchises, and it did start out with Popeye. Remember, I'm Popeye the Sailor, man, I'm Popeye the Sailor. Yeah, it started out with Popeye the Sailor, and for 35 years it went with that until 2012 when they dropped it and just made it Popeye's with no apostrophe. I started in 1972 uh, in a suburb of New Orleans, um, they had, they actually had a different name. In 1982, 13 years later, they opened their 500 store, and then they really started 
cranking them out. Um, I, I just I thought it was a very interesting story. It was a real success story. 2011, they opened their 2000th in Memphis. So that means they've opened 1,700 stores in only 10 years. That's that's 170 stores a year. Um, what else? What else do I want to tell you about? Nothing really. Um, it came out with the famous chicken sandwich on August 12, 2019. Remember that? You couldn't get them. They were so popular. You, it, was, it was nothing less than as, as nothing short of a sensation. As social media buzzed, customer lineups stretched out the doors and revenues soared. Um, 2021, Popeye's had a lot to celebrate. The beloved Southern Fried Chicken brand opened 208 stores last year for a total of 3,000-plus restaurants across the United States, actually 3,700. To kick off 2022, their 50th year, the brand has plans to even open up even more new locations than the year prior. So they're going to go from 208 to even more. Uh, Popeye's continues to expand its footprint around the world, introduced themselves to new guests across the country with a total of 3,700-plus locations globally. Um, I don't know what the average store volume is. Uh, they seem to be a smaller footprint. The guys in Castle Rock just do a great job. They're very, very nice. Chick-fil-A has a gross average of $4.8 million per restaurant in 2016, in spite of opening, despite opening only six days a week, the highest sale of all fast food restaurants in the United States, $4.8 million for Chick-fil-A. What's number two? With an average of $2.7 million per restaurant average. Whataburger. In 2019, Chick-fil-A reported $11.3 billion in sales in the United States behind only McDonald's with $40 billion. $40 billion for McDonald's, $11 billion for Chick-fil-A. Um, if they're averaging $4.8, I, 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 and, and um, Whataburger is number two at $2.7, I, I don't know what a Popeye's is, but I'll just tell you something. They do a, a wonderful, wonderful product. Uh, to respond to the aforementioned success and market dominance, Chick-fil-A, competing fried chicken chain Popeyes introduced a fried chicken sandwich starting the chicken sandwich wars with many more companies eventually, eventually following Popeyes with their chicken sandwich. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to play an interview that I did with a guy named Zach Short. If you would like to find an interesting product that you can ship for Christmas that has a Colorado trademark, a Colorado postmark, and a Colorado feel, we're going to tell you how you can get Polish pierogies to friends all over the United States. We'll be right back on The Rest of the Show. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Happy to have you with me. Colorado Springs, Saturday, 10 to 1. 
Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver. Sunday, a simulcast all up and down the Front Range, 10 o'clock until noon. You know, one of the things that I have been particularly impressed with over the shutdown especially, I refuse to call it a pandemic, I refuse to call it COVID, it was a shutdown, very draconian shutdown, is the ability of restaurateurs to adapt. There's an old saying in the restaurant business that if you want to open up Joe's Chicken Palace, but after about three months, six months, nine months a year, a big percentage of your customers are open or asking for hamburgers, you better change it to Joe's Chicken and Burger Palace. You've got to adapt. During the shutdown, restaurants had to figure out if they wanted to be open, if they wanted to reduce hours, how many staff members are they going to be able to keep around? Are we going to do takeout? Are we going to do delivery? Are we going to have curbside pickup? They had to figure out how to adjust. And, sure, a lot of them didn't make those adjustments adjustments and they wound up closing. One of the reasons a lot of restaurants do catering is because it gives them an opportunity to expand their walls, okay? Rather than having people come to your establishment, you are taking your establishment to them. So when I I had a nice conversation recently with my next guest. His name is Zach Short. Zach and Mika Short own Mika's Pierogi Kitchen, 4657 Centennial, just north of Garden of the Gods, right off I-25 in Colorado Springs. And the reason I'm having them on, they have a cute little place. They actually started just making pierogies for friends, making them out of their apartment, decided to get a small little retail space. It is cute, cute, cute. It is dine-in. They have a liquor license. You can get yourself a wonderful Polish beer. But they said, how can we get our product out to more people? And the reason... I want to share this all up and down the front range is because there's just not a lot of Polish food available. There's just not a lot of pierogi type places. So I thought we'd get Zach on the line, have him share with you what I think is a pretty darn good idea. Zach Short, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Mike. Yeah, Glad so, to be back. Well, and, and thanks for putting up with the long introduction, but I think it's important. You know, yes. In a perfect world, you just sit in your restaurant and wait for people to come to you and spend money. Yes, you've got wonderful food. Yes, you've got a beautiful building, wonderful hospitality. But you've got to find ways to generate increasing. Your sales have got to continue to go up. You're not expanding your walls. So how did you decide, Zach, to expand the walls of Mika's Pierogi Kitchen? By shipping. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, absolutely, Mike. So we are um, very excited uh, to announce that Mika's Pierogi Shipping is a live now, and uh, we're able to ship uh, to every corner of this beautiful big country of ours as a matter of fact just (laughs) yesterday i shipped out uh an order to hawaii uh to one of our uh, fans and patrons um that uh had had lived here previously and loved our food and uh had ordered uh to her home in hawaii we've also shipped to places like virginia massachusetts 
uh, Maryland, Florida. Um, we've only been uh, live now with Mika's pierogi shipping just for a couple weeks, and we've already shipped to uh, all corners of the uh, great America, the beautiful here. So we're very excited, and uh, we're just trying to get the word out to let people know that you don't have to physically come to us anymore to experience the magic of our food and these uh, delicate Polish dumplings. You can have them shipped right from our kitchen to your door. All right. Well, now I noticed that when you were talking about places that you have been shipping to, I noticed that you have not shipped at this point probably to Chicago. Oh, uh, why is that? Maybe because Chicago has this gigantic Polish population and there's pierogies probably on every corner, right? <laughs> that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. So, so I understand Hawaii. All right, it might have been somebody that lived in Colorado Springs. Maybe it was somebody assigned to the 4th Infantry Division out of Fort Carson. Now they're over at Schofield in Hawaii, so they knew about it. How are you finding the people in Virginia and Massachusetts? How are you finding them? How are they finding you? Sure. So one of my uh, other uh, hidden talents is I love marketing, um, and uh, I've heard it said Obviously, many you are associated with the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. That shows you what a marketing genius you must be. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's that's the capstone of my marketing career thus far. But right. um, I, you know, I really enjoy marketing, um, and they say that uh, a restaurant is uh, uh, really a um, a marketing company that sells food, and uh, so that's uh, kind of what we've been focusing on: uh, Facebook advertising. And just getting it out to people who are already looking for our type of food and so that, you know, they don't have to spend the tedious hours and the, the labor of love that it is to make them themselves and just have them shipped right to them. You know, um, you know, I liked what you said there, Zach. Um, I uh, was in professional baseball management for a number of years, and that's kind of where I cut my marketing teeth. And... I don't know how good of a baseball man I was, but I was a good marketer. I kept the stadium full. And then I came to Denver and bought a restaurant. And I don't know how good of a restaurateur I was, but boy, we kept the people coming in the door. And it's the same thing that I talk about here on the radio. I don't know how good of a talk show host I am compared to the Sean Hannity's and the Rush Limbaugh's and the Hugh Hewitt's and the Dennis Prager's, but we can keep people listening because we create a little bit of an interest. And, you know, there's an old saying, you can have the best product in the world, but if you don't sell it, you've still got it. And I think that that's where so many restaurateurs are woefully short. I will talk to a restaurateur and they'll say, we want to be known for good food and good service. Yeah, well, no kidding. That's what restaurants are supposed to be known for. But what are you going to do to get the word out? What are you going to do to let people know? What are you going to do to set yourself apart? And so you don't have to know people in Virginia. You don't have to know people in Massachusetts. All you need to know is people in Colorado who have friends in Virginia, friends in Massachusetts. It becomes like the hub of a wheel. And if you get on social media and you start promoting Mika's Pierogi Kitchen and that you are shipping, the next thing you know, the world becomes your oyster. And it sounds to me like that's the way you're approaching it, Zach. That's absolutely right, Mike, and um, it's just been interesting to see, you know, as the new orders uh, come in and they're trickling in, oh, okay, well, this one's going to, to Gainesville, Georgia. Oh, this one's going to uh, Virginia. and Oh, this one's going to Florida. So 
Um, it's it's just been uh, great to see uh, the diversity of uh, you know basically creating a, a now a national wide brand. Where where um, where do people get in? And you know what? For listeners out there, I know they're saying, well, do they have a barcode and do they have their license and how do they ship them and how do they stay fresh? Look. I'll let you ask Zach and Mika that when you contact them. But how do people get information about this Polish pierogi food shipping concept? Right. So we made it really simple. Um, just Mika's pierogi shipping dot com. Um, they can go right on there and that uh, displays our uh, menu. Uh, we do have uh, most of it is our pierogi dumplings, but we've also got a uh, a decent variety of other Polish food that we include uh, from our menu here that we have also found to freeze and ship very, very well. Folks, their, and, food, uh, so, their, their food is absolutely wonderful. It really is. And they are two of the sweetest people you'll ever meet. Zach is a veteran of the uh, first, the Big Red One, the 1st Infantry Division, United States Army. Uh, Mika, of course, is from Poland. And uh, they met, decided to open up this restaurant. The food is absolutely sensational. Yes, they've got the hunter stew. Yes, they've got a wonderful pierogi lunch box seven different types of pierogies um but uh, check it out if you want to check out the restaurant i believe that is mika's pierogi kitchen.com is that right zach correct mike but if they want to ship it's mika's pierogi shipping.com and yeah you know what Keep it simple. Keep the name simple. Make it so people can uh, can uh, really just remember that while they're driving down the freeway at 100 miles an hour. You know what I mean? How is uh, how's everything being received? Are you happy with the uh, – let me ask you this. Not asking any private or proprietary information, but if you are doing X in the restaurant and you're doing well, you're successful – at this point, is shipping bringing another 5%, 10%, 15%?Right um, now, you know, we've only been uh, launched just a couple weeks, couple, so yeah. we're still in the uh, preliminary stages of, of getting the, uh, the word out. However, uh, come Christmas time, as we're uh, getting past the Thanksgiving here and on to the next major holiday, which is a huge pierogi holiday, we really anticipate it to make up uh, probably close to to twenty to thirty percent wow. um, of our wow. of our total wow. uh, revenue from for, for the holidays. Are you are you are you shipping now? To the, are you to the point where you have at le- an order a day at least? Are you shipping every day? Yes. Yep. We sure are. So we don't ship out every day. We uh, we're making Mondays and Tuesdays our packing and shipping days so that. We can make sure that these packages are getting uh, within the two-day window to stay fresh, and we don't have to worry about any delays of the uh, shipping uh, companies over the weekend. Um, so we ship out every Monday and Tuesday. But yeah, we uh, to put it uh, to put it this way: last Monday I shipped out uh, six orders uh, just on Monday Monday alone from an accumulation over the the last few the previous few days. I love it. I love it when people come up with creative ideas. Mika, M-I-K-A, Mika's Pierogi Kitchen.com, Mika's Pierogi Shipping.com. Zach, we're going to get people some pierogies if they need them for Christmas. Ship them to friends, folks. All right. Boy, you talk about a guy built for having a ball. That's me. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show. It is 1154. 
Going to take you on up until 12 o'clock. Don't forget, next Saturday, 10 to 1, I will be at Louis Pizza, 5420 Tut Boulevard in Colorado Springs. 495 large one topping pizzas dine in or take out get as many as you want additional toppings only 50 cents they usually run 250 each with each pizza you can get a 25 cent order of garlic bread delicious garlic bread a 25 cent salad $1 2 liter bottles of Pepsi Pepsi, Diet, Mountain Dew, Sierra Mist, Mug Root Beer, $3 sub sandwiches. It is a benefit. It is a collection point for gift cards for TAPS Christmas gift card drive, Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. If you'd like to contact me about this, send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com. Then one week from today, we will be at Black Eyed Pea in Castle Rock. I'll broadcast 10 to noon from 11 to 1. You can dine in or take out chicken fried chicken with two sides, a roll, big plates, pot roast, $10 each, and it will be a benefit for the Christmas gift card drive as well. All right. Then coming up on December 10th, I'm going to be at Danny uh, Cash's Hot Sauce over near Sheridan, uh, in Sheridan, over near Hampton and Santa Fe. Um, then on the 13th, a Tuesday night, we're going to have the Taps families come for a pizza and Pepsi party. And uh, all of this information is on my website at mikeboyle.com. want to remind you, January 10th to the 17th, Cancun, March 7th to the 14th, Puerto Vallarta, land and go up to Nayarit, Nuevo Vallarta. So that's why you check out MikeBoyle.com. You want to send me an email, like I said, it's Mike at MikeBoyle.com. Last night... I started reading a book. We're going to get this guy on. It's called Building Worlds. I beg your pardon, Bridging Worlds, a Sherpa story by Sherpa, by Pemba, P-E-M-B-A, Pemba Sherpa. Listen to this. This is just some of the jacket. Ever since Tenzing Norgay and Edmund Hillary became the first climbers to summit Mount Everest in 1953. Sherpas have been recognized around the world as the fabled inhabitants of the Himalaya. Rarely, though, has their story been told in their own world words. Bridging Worlds recounts one man's inspiring journey from growing up poor in Nepal to becoming a successful businessman and philanthropist living in the United States. Maintaining a foot in both worlds, Pemba Sherpa offers a unique perspective into the range of topics, including Everest expedition, industry, life in America, and changing Sherpa culture. He uh, lives in Colorado. He lives in Boulder. He has a restaurant called Sherpa Adventure Restaurant. Uh, he's a climber. He just sounds like an interesting guy. I got a call from his publicist, uh, Ann West. She listens to the show, reached out, and said, "Any chance of uh, that you'd have any chance you'd have any interest in this?" Yeah, it sounds very interesting. I've never had any interest in climbing Mount Everest, uh, Kilimanjaro. When my daughter and I summited, that was as high as I want to go, 19,341 feet. It was an enjoyable journey, but uh, everybody's got an Everest, as 
Cullen O'Brady, the guy that was the first man to walk across the Antarctic solo. Everybody's got an Everest. It may not be the Mount Everest, but I'm going to get this guy on. I'm going to go to his restaurant. I'm going to love the food. I just know it, know it, know it. And uh, I'm going to meet this guy, and we are going to get him on. We're going to have him review the book. I also, don't forget, to have a book club uh, that has been kind of formalized. A lady named Lisa Fellows is heading it up and uh, not going to have a meeting in December, but going to have a meeting the third Wednesday in January. We'll get back from Mexico on the 17th. On the 18th, we'll meet at the View House Restaurant in Centennial. And I'm going to get a hold of this guy. I, I think that this would be an interesting uh, interview, see if he can come down, see if he can do it by video. We do a little bit different stuff in that book club. Everybody's welcome. There's no charge. Hey, you eat lunch at the View House. I suppose that's a charge, but there's no membership dues or anything else, and it's really just fun to talk about books and, a lot like the restaurant show, whatever we feel like talking about. All right, so that wraps it up for today. The out song is Toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand, not a worry in the world. A cold beer in my hand. It's by Zach Brown, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to be doing that in January. We're going to be doing it in March. Winter's coming here, folks. You're going to want to get a little bit of a break. Love to have you join us. As he says, adios and vaya con Dios. Goodbye and go with God. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Please check out my website at mikeboyle.com. My daughter's website, gustomexico.com, for soft adventure cultural immersion trips to Mexico. Send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com. And I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you on this Thanksgiving weekend for listening to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Life is good today.